Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This morning, a shocking development in the William Tyrrell case. The little boy's foster parents charged with the assault of a child. The Victorian Premier's pandemic bill in jeopardy, a former cabinet minister vowing to vote it down. Ex-Labor MP Craig Thompson to face court over his alleged role in a multi-million dollar migration fraud. And she's back. The Queen holds her first official engagement at Windsor Castle. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Seven years after the disappearance of William Tyrrell, there's been a shocking development in the case as detectives search a home and bushland on the New South Wales mid-north coast for the boy's remains. His foster parents have been charged in relation to another child. A development few saw coming. Are you surprised about this investigation going this way now? William Tyrrell's foster mother and father charged with the alleged assault of a child, but not William. A stunning turn in the investigation seven years after the little boy vanished. So the investigation is part of the dogged determination of investigators and we'll leave no stone un unturned. Almost literally, forensics on the ground in Kendall, a geological X-ray brought in, RFS crews clearing dense bushland. More excavators are on site and so are cadaver dogs. During the search yesterday, potential evidence was found protected by a black tarpaulin. Some were taken away in evidence bags. Investigators hope forensics might bolster the new line of inquiry that on the morning of September 12, 2014, William Tyrrell fell to his death. Members of his biological family say they hope these developments will soon give them the answers they've been waiting seven years to discover. Georgia Holland, Seven News. Victoria's controversial pandemic laws are facing an 11th hour threat with a former cabinet minister declaring he'll vote against the current bill. Adam Somurek, who was ousted from the party over a branch stacking scandal, says the bill doesn't include enough checks and balances on the Premier's powers. It means the bill in its current form could be blocked from passing. COVID restrictions in Victoria could ease as early as tomorrow, according to an industry expert. Tim Piper from the Australian Industry Group has confirmed top-level talks are being held with the government, which could trigger new freedoms by the weekend. If we can get to that 90%, which they're thinking is quite possible, then we may well be out of this lockdown by Friday. The state will enforce a ban on unvaccinated shoppers once the milestone is met. 
Six new COVID cases have been recorded as part of the Catherine Cluster in the Northern Territory. The youngest is a three-week-old girl and all cases are now in quarantine in Howard Springs. A total of 19 people from the remote community have the virus. All of them are Aboriginal Territorians. WA Premier Mark McGowan has had his electorate office closed indefinitely in the wake of bomb, death and rape threats. Staff in his Perth office have received intimidating messages since the announcement of mandatory COVID vaccines for one million workers. The Premier says the threats won't stop him from going ahead with the rules. Australian employers are embarking on a hiring blitz before Christmas to fill post-lockdown staffing shortages. Let's go live to political reporter Taylor Aiken. Good morning, Taylor. How many jobs are up for grabs? Over a quarter of a million, Jody. So it is a sizeable amount. New analysis showing that over 280,000 extra Australians could be in work before the end of the year as businesses reopen ahead of the Christmas period. Many of the jobs in tourism and hospitality, which are often filled by foreign workers or backpackers, but with international borders currently closed to non-Australian citizens, finding the workers to do those jobs may leave some businesses facing a critical staff shortage as they head into what is their busiest trading period. That's prompted some businesses to offer incentives to attract staff. The Queensland government offering cash bonuses and even free holidays to encourage people to fill tourism and hospitality jobs in the Sunshine State. Jody. Okay, Taylor Aiken in Canberra, thank you. The Queen has been photographed standing and smiling while holding an audience at Windsor Castle. Her Majesty met face to face with the Chief of the Defence Staff as he prepares to step down from his role this month. It's the first time we've seen the 95-year-old monarch since she was forced to cancel a series of official engagements over the past two months. Most recently, she pulled out of the Remembrance Sunday service due to a sprained back. Former Labor MP Craig Thompson will face court in New South Wales today, charged with being involved in a sham migration operation. Police arrested the 57-year-old at his home on the New South Wales Central Coast yesterday. He's accused of securing more than $2 million through 130 fraudulent visa applications. South Australia's Coffin Bay oyster industry has been rocked by a snap shutdown as authorities investigate links to a gastro outbreak. Dozens of cases have been reported across Australia caused by a bacteria found in raw or partially cooked shellfish. Vibrio is present in the environment and uh, what we suspect is that uh, high temperatures in the, in the environment have led to higher numbers of bacteria. As a precaution, the oyster production areas have been closed until early next week. The threat of major flooding in the New South Wales central west town of Forbes has been downgraded. The SES has given a partial all clear as the Lachlan River settles, allowing the locals who did leave their homes to go back. But with more rain forecast on the weekend, a repeat of those rising floodwaters still remains a threat. Police have made a major breakthrough in the cold case murder of a toddler in 1987. It follows the search of a property at Porter's Retreat near Oberon in the New South Wales Central Tablelands. It's alleged a woman arrested in New Zealand and set to be extradited fatally assaulted a two-year-old girl. A man arrested at the location yesterday is accused of helping her dispose of the body. Despite the decades-old timeline, the case was only brought to the attention of police two years ago. 
building giant Privium Homes has officially collapsed. As many as 160 projects across the country are in limbo after the Queensland-based company suddenly shut down operations. Administrators are working with state regulators on solutions for clients. Many contractors have also been left with unpaid bills. Amazon is preparing for online shopping to continue its steep climb, building Australia's largest warehouse in Western Sydney. It comes as consumers get set for the upcoming Black Friday sales. They're warehouse workers, but they don't need a lunch break. Robots, continuously finding and collecting products as soon as customers ask for them. When you first order online, our central servers are contacting the FC almost immediately. In what Amazon calls its fulfilment centre, a half billion dollar storage hub, and it's big. It's around about the equivalent of 24 rugby league fields, about the size of Taronga Park Zoo. The robotics free up space for 20 million items here at a time, but it still needs 1,500 humans. They're there to make sure that the right product goes into the right box so we don't make any mistakes for our customers. As shoppers prepare for Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales, Amazon tipped to offer 50% discounts on items, fashion sites the iconic 30% off, Shopo 50% savings, City Beach as much as 70%, electronics and clothing, especially workwear, the most sought after. The average uh, consumer is expecting a discount of up to 35% and one in five consumers are looking for a discount of up to 50%. Online shopping in what is a much smaller retail world. In fact, this automated robotic warehouse in Sydney's west is fully operated by data stored in Japan. And it will start dispatching purchases to customers early next year. Chris Ma, 7 News. A new fleet of inflatable boats is changing the way police protect and patrol Sydney's waterways. Fast, versatile and fitted with the latest technology, the boats are worth $1 million each. They can be used on counter-terrorism operations, uh, search and rescue operations. These vessels will be used to board ships that may be used to import drugs, as they've done previously. Police first put them to the test in March, taking down drug smugglers and seizing 200 kilograms of cocaine. International borders are reopening, but travellers are being warned to be ready for hassles and hidden costs. COVID tests before and after takeoff, isolation rules and insurance can add hundreds of dollars to the bill. Overseas holidays are back on the board, but they're no longer as simple as getting up and away. There's a fair bit more paperwork to do, so carry it with you, do the research. Prior to takeoff, travellers must download an international vaccination certificate. Passengers aged over 12 are required to obtain a negative PCR test up to three days prior to departure. The pre-flight test is not covered by Medicare and costs approximately $150. You're likely to need two, potentially three, on any of your trips, so it can add up, so make sure you, bu you budget for that. Last week, Singapore welcomed back fully vaccinated Australians. For a quarantine-free trip, travellers must apply for a vaccinated travel lane pass and a profile on the Safe Travel Concierge website, where they can book a second PCR test upon arrival at Changi Airport for $160. Rather than heading straight to the pool, they need to isolate in their hotel room until they receive a negative result. 
Tourists must have travel insurance for potential COVID-19 related medical treatment costs with a minimum coverage of $30,000. Travel industry and tourism leaders are calling on the state and federal governments to scrap the use of expensive PCR tests for domestic travel. Concerned the significant cost could deter families from holidaying interstate. If travellers have got to pay for it and you're a family of four, your four tests may cost more than the Jetstar tickets to get there. Jade Vincent, 7 News. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is trading lower this morning. The Nasdaq is also down. In London, the FTSE fell. Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The All Lords lost ground, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,868 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 79 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 72.69 US cents, 83 Japanese yen, and a dollar three New Zealand. A supporter of the QAnon conspiracy has been sentenced to 41 months in jail for his involvement in the US Capitol riot. Jacob Chansley, who wore a horned fur hat and no shirt, became one of the defining images of the violence as hundreds of rioters stormed the building. He previously pleaded guilty to multiple charges. His sentence is among the longest so far given in connection to the riots. Hollywood star Alec Baldwin is facing another lawsuit over the Rust shooting tragedy, with a second crew member taking legal action. Let's go live now to US correspondent David Woywood in Los Angeles. Good morning, Dave. Script supervisor Mami Mitchell witnessed the tragic accident. Yes, good morning, Jody. In fact, uh, Mami Mitchell, according to her lawyer, was the first person to actually call 911 after cinematographer Helena Hutchins was shot dead on the set of Rust last month in a new lawsuit expected to be filed later today. Mitchell is set to level fresh allegations concerning what happened when Alec Baldwin discharged that weapon. Uh, the show's script supervisor has retained the services of high-profile US lawyer Gloria Ulred, who uh, says her client was standing close to Helena Hutchins when that shot was fired. The Nancy Creek Ranchers had two people accidentally shot on a movie set by a prop gun. Was it loaded with a real bullet or one? We don't, I, don't, I cannot tell you that. This that yelled at me at lunch. He's supposed to check the guns. He's responsible for it. Now, this is the second civil case levelled at the producers. A chief lighting director has already accused them, including Alec Baldwin, of negligence when it came to on-set safety. And we are expecting to hear from Mitchell and her lawyer later this morning, Jodie. OK, David Woodward in LA. Thank you. Human remains have been discovered in New Zealand's Pike River Mine more than a decade after the disaster which killed 29 workers. The remains were captured in images during boring efforts deep into the coal mine. Safety concerns have raised doubts over whether any of the bodies can ever be recovered. The 2011 explosion was caused by a build-up of flammable methane gas inside the mine. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 
To sport now, and Usman Kawaja says claims of a feud with Australian coach Justin Langer are untrue as he closes in on an Ashes recall. Two years after his last test, Kawaja is set to battle it out with Travis Head for the number five batting spot after both were included in the 15-man squad for the first test. The first test at the Gabba is on December 8, live on 7. For the second year in a row, the Australian Open will be without its biggest draw card. 20-time Grand Slam winner Roger Federer has confirmed he will miss the Australian summer as he continues his recovery from knee surgery. The Swiss maestro also admits he's unlikely to play at Wimbledon, where he played his last match in a quarter-final loss. However, Federer says he's determined to get back on the court and to retire on his own terms. Tim Zhu put on a boxing clinic against Takeshi Inoue and all but guaranteed his next bout will be a world title fight. Zhu outclassed his Japanese opponent from the opening bell in Sydney, Inoue holding on to last the full 12 rounds despite a barrage from the Aussie star. Zhu was awarded the win via unanimous decision to keep his unbeaten record and he had nothing but praise for his opponent. Oh, it was a great experience, you know. The guy's built like a brick wall. Hit him with anything and he doesn't go down. Zhu's next fight will almost certainly be with light middleweight world champion Brian Castaño. And boxing mightn't be romantic for some people, but not for this couple who got engaged in the crowd. There are bike tricks and then there's what French motocross rider Tom Page did. The five-time X Games medalist completed a world-first double front flip off a 135-metre cliff in the French Alps before releasing a parachute and gliding to safety. And it's fair to say he got a pretty good view along the way. Millions of flame-red crabs have begun their annual migration, marching out of the jungle on Christmas Island ahead of mating season. Trekking across roads and bridges, they're slowly making their way to the sea. Visitors travel from every corner of the world for a glimpse of the phenomenon, but for locals it can be a bit of a nuisance. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough over inland WA will generate showers and thunderstorms. Showers and thunderstorms are also expected today in tropical north Queensland and the top end. A front and trough crossing Tasmania, Victoria and southern South Australia will bring a few showers. Around the capitals, a possible shower in Brisbane heading for a top of 26 degrees. Mostly sunny, 26 the top as well in Sydney. Mostly sunny, 23 in Canberra. Showers developing in Melbourne heading for 25. Showers developing, 16 the top in Hobart. Mostly sunny and 29 degrees in Adelaide. Partly cloudy heading for 25 in Perth and sunny and 36 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday the 18th of November.